We convince ourselves that we can see and somehow control the future. So we, we map out our schedules, we fill our calendars, we save for retirement, we set our itineraries, but the future so often has other plans. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and on earth. What will the future bring? This expansive vision in the little book of Ephesians has a lot to say about all that. A plan for the fullness of time, huh? the future. As we leave 2020 behind, it's clear, maybe more clear than ever, that we do drag our past into our future, whether, you know, whether we want to or not. The future is a mystery, of course, and modern, modern people have little space in our lives for mystery. Mysteries trouble us, they confound us, make, make us anxious, and, and they need to be solved. Jesus says in John 4, uh, you know the wind, where, but you know not from where it comes or where it goes. But all we have to do is ask Siri or Alexa or look at the app on our phone, and we can see there is a... Oh, sorry, Nick, did I just activate Siri somewhere? Yeah, probably. Everybody's phone in here just started up. Uh, uh, we can find out there's a jet stream coming down from Canada, and uh, it's going to impact our weather. We, we know where the wind comes from. We know... Uh, where it's going, mystery solved. Many of us remember a time when the phone rang and there was a phrase that you never hear anymore, uh, and that is, somebody get the phone. I, we may not ever hear that again in our lifetimes, right? But in our house, you had to run to the kitchen and grab the yellow phone with a long cord. It was so long, you could walk with it into uh, adjoining rooms. And uh, there, the mystery was, who's it going to be? Who might be calling? Well, of course, today, if the uh, if the name and number doesn't pop up on our screens when our cell phones ring, we probably don't even answer them. From vaccines to space shuttles to figuring out how to teach kindergarten over Zoom when Billy keeps unmuting himself so that everybody can hear the weird noises he makes, uh, solving mysteries is what we do. Harvard psychologists Daniel Gilbert wrote a book called Stumbling on Happiness, where he discusses how the future is, you know, wildly uncontrollable, but that doesn't stop us from trying to control it. When it comes to the future, human beings create what Gilbert called an illusion of foresight. That phrase has always stuck with me an illusion of foresight. We convince ourselves that we can see and somehow control the future. So we, we map out our schedules, we fill our calendars, we save for retirement, we set our itineraries, but the future so often has other plans. Our plans run into a worldwide pandemic, just for instance, or in a thousand different ways on more personal levels, the future reveals itself to be unpredictable 
and well outside of our control. So in comes Ephesians to proclaim that the future is not entirely a mystery. In Christ, it has been revealed. He has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and on earth. Reading Ephesians is a little like reading that classic Dickens tale, A Christmas Carol. We are grabbed by the hand and, and pulled into our past, stopping at the graveside of our own funeral, where at the service, uh, uh, the sibling that we never quite got along with shared the eulogy. You were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the passions of our own flesh, children of wrath. Sheesh. The ghost of Christmas past can be a real bummer. We end up sounding irredeemable, like an actual obituary that ran in a Los Angeles newspaper for a woman named Dolores. Family member wrote, Dolores had no hobbies, made no contribution to society, and rarely shared a kind deed in her life. Her presence will not be missed by many, very few tears will be shed, and there will be no lamenting over her passing. There will be no service, no prayers, and no closure for the family she spent a lifetime tearing apart. Yikes. Fortunately, Ephesians does not leave us to wallow in this misery brought on by our own brokenness and our own sinfulness. The Spirit grabs our hand and we're off again to go from our funeral toward the great news. Even for those who appear to have no redeeming qualities, God has changed our future by rewriting our past. This we call redemption. Just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love before the foundation of the world. So here we are on the first Sunday of the new year, a new beginning. The wonder of this beautiful passage from Ephesians is that it allows us a glimpse of the future. Not the future that tells us that, you know, we'll have enough to retire or, or keep our job or stay healthy even, but really a, a much more encompassing future. Paul says that God has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. The amazing grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is gathering up our sins, our failures, our pains, our fears, our brokenness, our past, our present, our future, and our great illusions of foresight into the reality of Christ's death and the promise of his resurrection. Paul will say in Romans, if we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. 
So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Here we are, at the beginning of 2021. In the beginning, John's Gospel begins, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we beheld His glory as of the glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth in the beginning. Genesis also begins, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters. He called seas, and God saw that it was good. Years ago, when my wife Lori's grandma was living, we were visiting her at the nursing home down in New Prague. It was about a year after Grandma Mary had suffered a, a stroke. And the stroke had pretty much incapacitated her, so she had to move off of the farm where she had spent the better part of her whole life and move over to the nursing home. But she was tough, and slowly over time she fought back to where she could uh, sit up in a wheelchair and get around and visit. In 2006, Grandma Mary made a road trip with Lori's dad, Eddie, all the way to Texas, where at the age of 88, for the first time in her life, she saw with her own eyes an ocean. Grandma Mary told us that day, sitting there in her wheelchair at the nursing home, as she looked out at the ocean, she said, everything I saw was good. And the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. So off we go into 2021, and while most of us are happy to be out of 2020, there is still plenty to be concerned about as the future slowly unfolds. So God sets us on the shore of the tranquil, tranquil sea as the sun rises on this new year to show us something about what is coming. The sunrise reveals that our past our present, and yes, our future, are all wrapped up in Christ. And God saw that it was good. And we did too. He's made known to us the mystery of His will, according to the good pleasure that He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in Him, things in heaven, and on earth, things in heaven and on earth and on this day, that includes you. And this is gospel, good news to begin this new year. Amen. Amen. It's been a blessing to uh, be with you in worship this morning. Um, just a note as we move forward, uh, because it has become clear that it's going to be quite some time before uh, we'll be able to offer uh, some version of an inside, in-person worship experience again, that uh, 
starting next Sunday, we'll move the streaming time. Uh, next Sunday will be another live stream service uh, to 9.30 a.m. So uh, the service going forward until we uh, announce otherwise will be at 9.30 a.m. Now the beauty of this worship change is that if you forget or uh, this, uh, this announcement doesn't reach everybody, uh, the service will remain there available for you uh, at 10.30 after the service completes its first full airing. Uh, and so you can then watch it um, as your schedule allows. But starting next Sunday, we'll be live again with you at 9.30 a.m. So welcome to this, this new year. One more uh, reminder from Ephesians. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. Let us go forward into this new year secure in that identity. You are a child of God. So we go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.